Be'et Av, Ches Av, Tzadik, His Conversations, 491. In the year 5566, 1805, between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, the Rebbe came out of the mikvah. He said that at that moment it had been revealed to him from heaven how his followers should conduct themselves regarding fasting all the days of their lives, how many fasts each one should undertake each year, and how and when they should fast. After Sukkot, each one of us went into him individually, and the Rebbe handed each of us a slip of paper, telling us when to fast. The Rebbe had with him a sheet on which a number of things were written in his own handwriting. I do not know what was on it, however, because he did not let anyone see what was actually written there. It was only when I sat with him, waiting to receive the slip with my own personal scheme of fasts, that I saw him sitting at the table with a written sheet in front of him. He sat there thinking and examining what was on the sheet at great length. It took a great deal of energy on his part before he eventually spoke and told me which days of the year I had to fast. He told me to write them on a piece of paper in order not to forget them. He gave me a strong warning to remember them and not to lose my slip. He gave us instructions that the time when we were formally to take upon ourselves the fasts he had prescribed was to be on Rosh Hashanah, prior to his giving his Torah lesson, while he was preparing himself. This was to be the moment we were to make our formal undertaking to carry out these fasts in the coming year. Furthermore, anyone who was not with him on Rosh Hashanah was not to fast at all. Exactly the same happened when the Rebbe prescribed the fasts for his other followers. They all told me how he had sat there with the sheet. He sat and sat, wearing the most awesome expression for what seemed a whole hour, before finally telling each one the scheme of fasts he was to undertake. From what the Rebbe said, we understood that these fasts were something very precious. They were devotions on the most exalted of levels. Happy are we that we were worthy of taking them upon ourselves. Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom His Wisdom 2.30 Rabbi Naftali told me that he heard the Rebbe say, A Jewish heart should be drawn to God so strongly that every heartbeat is a flame yearning for God. The Rebbe gestured with his hands to express this great yearning. He said, Even when you sit among others, you can lift your hands along with your heart and cry out to God with a yearning soul. See his wisdom, number 16. The Rebbe then lifted his hands with great emotion and with wonderful yearning recited the verse, Do not forsake me, O Lord my God, Psalms 38.22. The Rebbe used this as an example, saying that even when you are among others, you can arouse yourself toward God with great emotion. 231. One of the Rebbe's followers asked him the difference between depression and a broken heart. See his wisdom, number 41, 42, and 45. The Rebbe answered, When you have a broken heart, you can be standing in a crowd and still turn around and say, Rabbeinah Shalalam, Master of the World. The Rebbe then raised his hands with great emotion and said, Rabbeinah Shalalam, Difficulty in Childbirth, A. 1. A, a woman who eats radishes during pregnancy will have difficulty giving birth. 2. Giving a woman to drink from the waters of seven wells is a segula for preventing difficulty in childbirth. 3 to 6. Other segulot that are beneficial for alleviating difficulties in childbirth are 
keeping her other children out of the house during labor, whispering the letters of the holy name Sag, Yud Vav Dalet, Hey Yud, Vav Aleph Vav, Hey Yud, into her ear, not placing her bed in the western or southern part of the room, and putting around her neck some bitter herbs left over from the Passover Seder. 7. Whispering into a woman's ear the letters Pei Aleph, Vav Aleph, Vav, Ein Yud Nun, Hey Aleph, is also a segula for easing the difficulties of childbirth. Two, lesson number 5. 16. When a true Rav convenes with his students, this too accomplishes all of the spiritual rectifications. To begin with, faith is rectified. For faith is associated with the concept of an inhabited land, Exodus 16.35, in contrast to an unsown land, Jeremiah 2.2, which is associated with a lack of faith that disrupts the natural order of the plant kingdom. The true Rav concerns himself with each bit of faith to be found in each and every person, gathering them all together and elevating them. This is why the place that the Rav studies with his students is called a yeshiva, that is, because of the bits of faith that he gathers together, which are associated with an inhabited Noshavet land. Additionally, the meeting of the Rav with his students effects the rectification of sexual purity, which goes hand in hand with the rectification of the mental faculties, as well with a rectification of sleep, so that it should be in holiness and purity. This latter rectification, in turn, saves a person from nocturnal pollution, whether it be induced by foods or by unfit judges. Furthermore, all five senses of the mind are rectified by coming to the tzaddik who is the true Rav. For simply by seeing this Rav, the sense of sight is rectified, since just seeing the Rav is a very great thing indeed. Hearing the Rav's moral instruction rectifies the sense of hearing, the toil and struggle that each person experiences in order to travel and to come to the Rav, since it is impossible to come to the Rav and to receive and to nurse from his holy wisdom except through toil and struggle, rectifies the sense of smell. When a person is worthy of tasting and experiencing the pleasant words of the Rav, his sense of taste is thereby rectified. And finally, through the expenditures that each person makes when he spends his money and the toil of his hands in order to come to the Rav, the sense of touch is rectified. The main time for this gathering with the true Rav is on Rosh Hashanah, since that is the time when all the five senses attain their rectification. Then all of the spiritual rectifications are effected in awesome proportions, for the rectification of the five senses by the Rav with his students and the rectification of the five senses by Rosh Hashanah itself illuminate and strengthen Nachman's stories. The Horse and the Pump Once there was a man who did not believe in Leitzim, jokers. These are demons from the other side who sometimes come and lead people astray. Although there have been many encounters with such beings, this man did not believe in them. One night, a Letz, Joker, came to him and called him, asking him to come outside. When he went outside, the Letz showed him a beautiful horse that he had to sell. Examining it, he saw that it was indeed a very beautiful animal. How much do you want for it? he asked. Four rubles, replied Letz. The man realized that the horse was worth at least eight rubles. It was a prime horse in very good condition. 
He bought the horse for four rubles and felt that he had got an excellent bargain. The next day he took out the horse to sell it. People came and immediately wanted to give him the asking price. He said to himself, If they want to give me that much, it is obviously worth twice as much. Therefore, he refused to sell it. Rebunusson's Letters, Year 1 Letter number 197 With thanks to God, Monday, Torah reading, Re'e, 5595 My dear beloved son, I received a letter from you yesterday, as well as one last week through Rabbi Yitzchak Yehoshua. I was quite pleased by them, and by yesterday's letter in particular. I am sure you heard the same thing that we heard here, that God forbid... The official has received the answer that I must, God forbid, leave here and go to Nemerov. Numerous false rumors are also circulating, and I am quite frightened. But by God's loving kindness, I strengthen and encourage myself very much through the use of our methods. Thank God, even if this does happen, at least it does not put me in danger. My hope is in God that even if I do, God forbid, have to live in Nemerov for a while, I will certainly return safely home. At the moment, though, the anticipation and waiting are difficult, since people are saying that tomorrow or Wednesday the verdict will be released, God forbid. May God, may God have compassion and save us in his, in his kindness, and may everything turn into good. May the Almighty give us compassion. May He who said enough to His world say enough to our troubles. Have pity on us, God. We have had our fill of disgrace. I ask you, my dear son, apple of my eye, do not be afraid or anxious. Just pray to God about this. Take it from me and ask, act wisely. Use this opportunity to force yourself all the more to express yourself before your Creator and Protector. We have no strategies and no tricks. All we have is prayer, supplications, crying out and screaming to God. And God has great power to save. At the same time, you will also have the chance to express before God everything else in your heart. Letters, Year 2, Letter Number 451 As for the letters you are constantly sending me, I hear them, I understand them, and I know your pain. In addition to this, there are all the cries and sighs that I hear all the time from our comrades over their livelihoods, their children, domestic problems, and what they are suffering because of the controversy. They, the Mitnagdim, recently disgraced and attacked something in the alphabet book. In the midst of all this, we must pray three times a day, study, and remember the world to come. In fact, though, this is what comforts me in my destitution. Were your Torah not my delight, I would have perished in my destitution. But how great are God's deeds that He informed us of what He did in advance, through the flowing spring, the source of wisdom, whose words are profound in the extreme, and give life to all of us through everything that we endure. May God take pity from now on. But I, in my poverty, find many favors, even amidst all these sufferings. I give thanks for the past, and request that in the future, God will rescue us in His compassion from every trouble and hardship. And I wait for salvation at all times." for He has rescued me from every trouble. Blessed is our God who created us for His honor and separated us from those who err, so that we do not disgrace His holy books. To the contrary, we look forward to them circulating and illuminating the face of the globe. I could not restrain myself from relating a bit of my pain to you. 
though I have not yet told you half my heart's sufferings. But you should know, my dear son, that I have also not told you about the joy in my heart, that through his kindness all the grief and sighing will be turned into joy. For the measure of good is greater, and God is my hope that he will quickly save us for the sake of his name and turn everything into good. Right now I and all of us need enormous compassion and great salvation. Our eyes are lifted to him, that he will soon take pity on us for the sake of his name and for the sake of our holy and awesome Master, Teacher, and Rebbe, the Elder of Elders. God will not abandon us. Beyond this, I do not have time to continue, as I have not yet put on my Rabbeinu Tam tefillin. It will be impossible to call the groom, may he live, to the Torah this coming Shabbat, since, as you have already heard from Reb David, there is also a delay from my in-law's side meaning the bride's father. At the moment, this is a favor, though. I hope to God that the following Shabbat, which is Torah reading Vayikra, he will be called to the Torah by God's kindness and salvation. I do not yet know where the wedding will be, here or in Lipovic. God's plan will emerge. I have written you all this in order that you will understand how very much a person must prevail at all times to grab good from amidst the grief and suffering of this world. He must then rejoice over this good and turn all the grief and sighing into joy, that in this world, replete with grief and suffering, we merit all that we do. For such things happen all over the world. All the books talk about the bitterness of this world. And as the Rebbe of Blessed Memory said, It appears that Gehenim is here. The Kutei Moharan 2, 119. Nonetheless, every day we grab Shema Yisrael to declare the unity of His name twice a day, and we put on talit and tefillin. This is our share of all our toil. We must boldly prevail and rejoice amidst everything that comes upon us. So as to fulfill, we will rejoice in the words of your Torah and in your commandments forever and ever, for they are our life. From the evening prayers. All this is in accordance with the deep waters, the advice of the flowing spring, the source of wisdom. With his great power, his profound, perfect words, and his enormous wonders, he brings even us to joy, until we soon merit to leave all our troubles behind. Let us be happy and rejoice in his salvation. The words of your father, Nasan of Breslov. Greetings to your entire family, may they live, and to all our comrades, may they live. In particular, to Reb Nachman, the grandson of our master, teacher, and Rebbe of blessed Rabbi Asi HaKohen, Rav Asi, Rav Asi HaAruch, Rabbi Asi Minahar Bul, Asi Barhini, Rabbi Asi Barchia, Rav Asi Dehutzal, Rav Asi Barabi Chanina, Asi Bar Shamai, Rav Asi Bar Mamal, Rabbi Asi Bar Chama, Rabbi Asi Bar Matya, Aputriki Ben Drosoi, Rabbi Apas, Apikshinan, Apkulos, Ephraim Safra, Ephraim Maksha'a, Ben Arza, Rabbi Arminia, Ariston, Rav Ashi Hakadmon, Rav Ashi Me'avira, Rav Ashi Bar Avin, Rav Ashi Barav Idi, Rav Ashi Mehutzal, Rav Ashi, author of the Talmud Bavli, Rav Ashi Bar Natan, Ashian, Ashian Bar Nidbach, Ashian Bar Nidba, Ashian Nagroi, Rabbi Ashian ve Rabbi Yakim, Eishiel. Names of Tanaim and Amoraim, Bet, 
Bali, Bava ben Buta, Rav Bibi, ben Bagbag, Behe, Rav Budya, Rav Burki, Batite, Batnis the son of Abashol ben Batnis, Batris ben Yitzas, ben Bive, Rav Biba bereder of Rabbi Abba or Rabbi Bivin, Rav Bivi bereder Rabbi Ami, Rav Bibi bar Bizna, Rav Bivi bar Oven, Rav Bibi Stam, Rav Bibi the son of Rav Mesharshia the son of Rav Bibi, Rav Bibi bar Ashia, Rav Bibi bar Dala or bar Gula or bar Gidal, Rabbi Bibi Marganya, Rav Bibi ben Abaya, Rabbi Bibi bar Acha, Rav Bibi bar Kahana. Rav Nussin's prayers two. Prayer number 32 on the Kutei Moharan 2.61 I must proclaim, Hashem has told me, you are my son. Today I brought you into being. Master of the world, you who live and exist forever and ever, you have remained unchanging from before you created the world and after you created it. Because you transcend all time, that which was and that which will be does not even constitute the blink of an eye for you. In your vast compassion, give me the awareness and true perfected consciousness to emerge from beneath time and know, understand, and realize that all of time is nothing. It is all vanity, and our days are like a passing shadow. In truth, there is no time at all for a person who possesses true awareness and mindfulness. All of time results from the absence of consciousness. With your awesome wonders, you remove people's awareness so that time will exist all for the sake of their free will. But in truth, there is no time at all in true consciousness. The tzaddikim who transcend time. Help us truly attach ourselves to and be bound to the true tzaddikim, who succeed with their perfected consciousness to be totally subsumed into the level of existence that transcends time. They emerged from time entirely and were completely saved from all of the evil deeds performed below the sun and within time. Help us follow in their footsteps, walk upon their pathways, and keep their advice, not to consider anything that is below time, where all lusts and evil traits exist. May the casualties of time not bewilder me at all. Instead, every day and at every moment, may we remind ourselves of the eradication of time, that in truth, time is null and non-existent. At every moment, may we connect ourselves to the level that transcends time, where all lusts, evil traits, and perplexities, all of which come from the circumstances of time, cease to exist. Emerging from Terrible Exile Master of the world, Master of the world, you who are primal, the first and the last, you taught us these elevated matters, these awesome glimmerings from a distance. From afar, you indicated the ways of your awesome wonders to us, in order to give us life, as on this day, to restore our souls in the depth of the bitterness of this long exile, to remind us of your tremendous awesomeness, to strengthen us, bolster us, and console us in all of our troubles. We have borne evil sufferings without number from the day of the destruction of the temple until now, so that it is almost the case that the strength of the porter has collapsed. Our exile has been so terribly long All of the final signposts have passed, and no one knows how much longer it will be until the wondrous end arrives. Many of the people of your nation have stumbled and fallen because of that, because of the length of this bitter exile. 
But you plan from a distance to bring us to a good conclusion with awesome and wondrous favors that never existed before, and there is hope for our end. Therefore, you indicated to us from afar, and you have informed us now as well of the wondrous light of the level that transcends time. May we know and believe that the entire length of time of all of the exiles and sufferings that the Jewish people have endured, from the days of their exiles as a nation, and everything that every individual has undergone, is considered as nothing, when our righteous Mashiach will reveal perfect awareness. May all that time be entirely forgotten and nullified. May he come quickly and in our days, so that we will attain the awareness of the level that transcends time. Have compassion on us now as well. Shine the light of this holy awareness, which is the light of the Mashiach, onto us, so that we will subdue and nullify all of our lusts and evil traits by always recalling the nullification of time. Time rushes by, gliding and soaring by swiftly. It does not hesitate or pause even for a moment. And it cannot be grasped, because in truth there is no such thing as time at all. In your great mercy, rescue us from the misadventures of time. May we not abandon the world that exists forever, for this temporary world, God forbid. Grant us awareness and true mindfulness so that we will understand and experience the nullification of time. May the appearance of time not fool us at all. May we serve you anew every day and at every moment. May everything that we have undergone until then not becloud us at all. At all times, may we truly sanctify ourselves. May we connect ourselves and bring all of time to the level that transcends time until we will emerge from below time and space and come to a level that transcends time and space. May this be in accordance with your will and the will of your true tzaddikim who truly attained this in full. Return us to you, Hashem, and we will return. Renew our days as of old. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing before you, Hashem, my rock and my redeemer.